Hello, this is Vada. Welcome back to the VCR show. Enjoy part two of our episode breakups. And as a quick recap, we left off where I was trying to figure out what, in God's name, my ex's father had said about me. And now, here's the answer. I, I, I felt like shit after I left. And then later on, a couple of days later, you know, she's calling me and and she's uh, telling me, you know, my dad said something weird to the kids. And I was like, okay, what? And here I'm just thinking it's it's just going to be like, oh my God, that's a, a great guy or a nice looking guy or whatever, something like something pleasant, right? And no, it was, he told the older kids that I was married. And I was like, what the hell did you possibly base that assumption on? Uh, you didn't even say hi to me. And you're coming up with, I'm married. And that doesn't speak highly of your daughter who's seeing me. Well, okay, but so what did she say to that? Because she presumably Damn thinks you're not question. married. Damn good question. Um, you don't wear a ring for like, because no. you think we're cool or anything. You don't uh you don't talk about a wife. Like I don't know what would where no, and, would and you know, it's if she's been to my house. It's like a total bachelor house. It's like there's no evidence of any woman ever being here. And uh and so I asked her, so so what did you tell him? Nothing. And I was like, you didn't correct the situation. And it, it just at that point I knew things had to come to an end. And so now we're pushing to the end. Luckily, she broke up with me. And I was so happy she broke up with me. Because I was actually trying to figure out a way to end the relationship. And okay. I was going to give it a couple of weeks from that moment. Because I like I knew this wasn't going to work. I didn't like the older kids because they, they were just rude. And I wouldn't want that kind of thing around my family. And I was like, uh, this isn't something I want to be part of. And so what ends up happening is I was going to give her a couple of weeks to, to handle what she had to handle because her youngest was going to start going back to school and she had to go drop off the other ones and at, at college. And, okay. you know, they're like further out universities, not here in Houston. And um, that was going to be that. So I figured I'm going to let her go through that stress and then we'll go from there. Okay. Next, I guess so. I went out to to dinner with a couple of friends, and while she was out setting up uh, her daughter's apartment, right, mm-hmm. and and this was out in 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 Huntsville, and so she was gone the whole day. I was like, "Hey, look, I got invited by some friends out to dinner. I'm going to go with them," and I did. So I told her everything where I was going to be and all this other stuff. And next thing you know, so I'm back home. And I'm getting these calls and messages and she's acting really weird. And she's like, "Um, so where are you? And what are you doing? I was like, you you sound kind of weird. Where are you at? I'm at home. It doesn't sound like you're at home. She's like, well, I'm at home. I was like, it sounds like you're in the car and like you're probably driving. (laughs) Yeah. Because, you know, that's a very distinct, sound yeah, and it sounds totally that. different 
So it doesn't sound like you're at home and we've been together long enough. I know what it sounds like when you're at home. And she's like, well, I'm at home. And, and then she starts asking all these weird questions about my family. I was like, what is wrong with you? And so I start looking around to yeah. see if she's in my driveway or if she's down the block or something because she's acting really, really weird. And yeah. it ends up that she, I didn't see her at that moment, but later on it ends up that she had driven to my house as my friends dropped me off right? and saw their car. And she was, I was like, what, but, but what merited her to do that? I don't know. Yeah. Because it's not like I, I lied. Was this a normal practice of hers? Or she was no, just like, this, this was the very first time she had ever done that. And I was like, this no. is really weird. It was like, she lost her mind at that moment. And I was like, okay, this is weird. And she's Did like, you assume this was your wife? No. <laughs> she, she knew that I wasn't married because we had been together for a very long time. And like I said, you know, yeah. she's been over to my house many times and, you know, we had a relationship relationship. So there was no way in hell, but like it was a few friends and it was, it was just really, really bizarre. And she got really weird. And then at that moment she broke up with me and I was like, okay. And I just hung up and I never called her back after that. Yeah, okay, <laughs> cool. Like, okay, fine. If you're going to act this psycho, I don't want to deal with it anyway. So that's what ended up happening. And I was really happy that, that, that at the moment I was a little, uh, but then the next day rolled around. And I was like, oh, I, it's, it's great. I was going to break up anyway because I yeah. didn't want to deal with her kids. Uh, or the older ones, I was like, this is perfect. You know, it all works out. So awesome. So I was happy about that. So that's my second happy breakup. Yeah. I mean, it was, and not to say it wasn't like a bummer and a a tough when it happened. Because as as you pointed out, like I I could tell that you were shaved down. You were were off your game because it was still preying on you. Mm -hmm. Had to go over it again, like kind of sift through the clues. Like, wait, no, she, she wasn't great. (laughs) <laughs> no, she definitely was not. Oh this, was, this, this is fucked up. This and this needed to end. Uh, could have ended better. Could have ended far worse. So, but it would need to end. Yeah, and that, that still takes processing. You, like you work, you figure it out. You you got to the other side of it. It's a bummer, but yeah, but yeah. it worked out really well because I was like, oh my god, I don't have to deal with these kids, and yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it all it all works out beautifully in the end. So I was like, I was pretty happy about that. So those are my two happy breakup stories. Hmm? And so now, let's just quickly talk because we we should do a flip of that. We're going to do a lot of flipping today. Yeah. Uh, a flip of that. Was there a relationship? or a breakup that was completely your fault and you felt bad about it. <clears throat> hmm. And if you need time, I can jump into mine. You, you tell me. Yeah. Cause I'm not, I've, it's hard for me to say that it was where it was completely my fault. I know I did wrong, but it's hard to say where it's just like, Oh no, I just, it's cause I've, I've not like, I've never been like, well, I started fucking somebody else and sh- you took it personally. No, like, I don't have that. <laughs> okay. So this one is completely my fault. Mm-hmm. A thousand percent. Uh, okay. Well, maybe not a thousand percent. Um, but 
it, it wasn't my fault. So I was in this relationship with this woman. And it was a relationship where I was very, very excited about the relationship and very happy about the relationship. But there was an issue with the relationship. And that was, um, and I hate throwing out private info in case it ever gets there, but I'm not going to mention names. Don't you, but, I mean, change details for the safety of... Uh, I'm trying to, but it's so significant that, that it that it's it's really hard we might need to beep to. it out huh <laughs> we might need to beep it out <laughs> i might we'll see i'll, I'll roll with it i'll depend i'll determine yeah. later but like um so we got together and she was having some grieving issues because apparently before me she was with somebody who had passed away we'll, we'll mm -hmm. just put it like that and and so apparently not enough time had went by for her grieving process and the relationship kind of suffered a little bit because of it okay but we did have a relationship and there were a lot of good times right but there are some difficult times too uh because because of this and what ends up happening is just going to flash forward um at some point i was no longer the boyfriend i was boyfriend in title but mm -hmm. i was not the boyfriend i was a best friend but not a okay. boyfriend but i had well, the title of boyfriend it, it felt like everything was just friendship you know okay so who was the boyfriend was she the boyfriend uh no uh she was still she was still in love with him the guy so, who passed away, her her ex, and so he was sort of on a pedestal as the yeah that that was that was the guy she was still in a relationship with, and it mm -hmm. affected a lot of things, and um, yeah. and for me, I take the back burner, you know, and and I'm I'm trying to be a good boyfriend slash best friend and and help her to work past everything, and you know I'm doing things um to help her with this to help her process it mm -hmm. yeah a little memorial stuff and all this is like driving me nuts but you know i figured it would be for a greater purpose and a greater good uh, which it did not but at some point like i said i'm the best friend and i am treated as such yeah and so i don't feel like i am in a relationship anymore and i feel like things are kind of going downhill i don't have that relationship love i have that friend love you know yeah and Which is uh good and valuable but that it is, is not it is but that's not what you're there for it, it really is if that's what it was titled but you're titled girlfriend and boyfriend and that's not what you're feeling so it it, it affects things yeah. and so just to water down the story a little more because i can ramble of uh, the relationship was coming to an end i we both felt and knew it but we hadn't quite discussed it and but we were going to need to so she goes back home to visit her family okay mm -hmm. and this is where i have fucked up so bad get get ready for this ladies and gentlemen so go. she goes to uh to go home to visit her family out of country and what ends up happening and it's again here's my thousand percent fault 
I get a phone call from a friend of mine. Uh, a friend of mine I had not seen in forever. Yeah. And she's constantly flying back and forth between Los Angeles and New York. And uh, just kind of all over the place because of her job. And what ends up happening is I uh, get this call. And at this time, there's a lot of bad snowstorms kind of happening in that, in that range. And for some reason, the plane diverted and was forced to land in Houston. And she gave me a call and we ended up, she was like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm in Houston just, you know, for the day because of all this stuff. So I pick her up. We end up going to, um, she's, she's going to stay at my house, right? So I have mm-hmm. my room set up for her to sleep in, and I was going to go sleep on the couch. That did not happen. <laughs> we, we both ended up in the same bed. Sure. It was, uh, it was a very interesting weekend. But again, um, that was my fault. I, I clearly slept with her. and and things happened and um i I do like you're not trying to argue any like well i didn't feel like i was getting what i wanted here so i it was okay that i did this mm -hmm. you're like no i did the wrong thing that no i did i did the wrong thing and and my and my motives were the fact that and and it it was kind of you kind of hit on it my motives were that you know i and it, it's shitty, but it, this happens to both males and females, and, and maybe just not a lot of males talk about it. But like that feeling of I'm not feeling loved, you know, you mm-hmm. don't love me as the way our relationship should be. I'm your best friend. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not your lover. I'm not the your boyfriend. I'm definitely your best friend, and you just haven't quite come to terms with it but i i did it you know i 100 yeah. slept with her and i don't regret you, you don't her, but... you don't pretend that's not the cause you no, also no. that's it, not you on you like you it you was so the cause it was yeah. very much the cause and i'm going to tell you how the cause actually ends up coming about because this is what happens so if you know take her back we go to breakfast the next day because you know got to get her to the airport and all that stuff, and so we're having breakfast and and she pays me a beautiful compliment. She's like, "You really are the kind of guy that all women want," and she starts saying all these other things about me. And it was super sweet, you know. She's like, "You have your own house, you have your own car, you you have a job, you're 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 a wonderful guy." all this other stuff. And I said, well, thank you so much. And I, you know, I paid her a compliment. I was like, you're a really amazing woman and blah, 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 blah. And took her to the airport, dropped her off, made it all the way back to LA. Everything was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> a few days later, and mind you, I'm waiting for my girlfriend at the time to return so we can go ahead and, and, uh, put a bullet in it <laughs> so to speak because it, it needs to end but i i wanted it to end because you know it was just a breakup um yeah. so a few days later i get this call from let's call her the the woman from los angeles okay and she was like do you have a girlfriend i was like yeah we 
talked about her when you were here. You know, we, we, we talked about... So it's not like she didn't know that I had a girlfriend. We talked you didn't, about you it. Didn't, you didn't... Uh, yeah, because I wasn't, I wasn't planning for all this other stuff to happen. We're just talking casually like we're, you know, hey, I'm doing you a favor. We're friends, you know, yeah. like long distance friends type of thing. So I, I'm helping you out. But, and that's the way it was. But apparently that's not what went through her mind because she's like oh do you have a girlfriend i was like well yeah we talked about her and on top of that her picture was in the bedroom in which we had sex in <laughs> so you got the clue you you knew uh what happened and uh she was mad she was so pissed off at information that she already knew and i was like <laughs> that what, was what, had, had since become a problem and i was like what the fuck is happening here and and so then what ends up happening is as she's angry she's like well maybe your girlfriend needs to know what happened because if it was me i would want to know and i was like please don't because this is already another situation that i kind of need to resolve and and there's there's a lot going on with that and she was like, well, whatever, and I'll think about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so three days from that phone call, everything's in three days. I get this phone call from my uh, girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Very hysterical, very yes. angry. And saying, you know, and this is also very much at three in the morning going, is this true? And I was like, oh, God this is happening <laughs> and i figured the best thing to do is just tell her the truth and it will end and we will go we will just we'll end it yeah because i'm going to tell her the truth and i said it is true okay it's true <laughs> of course that that starts this other rant and rave but here's the thing it also did not end the relationship <laughs> she Why? i don't know she wanted to make this happen and make it work and i was like and that's that's when we had to have the serious talk about look mm -hmm. you know I, i'm your best friend i really am and you've had me feeling that way for a very long time and, and you've had me you know kind of heartbroken about it for a very long time too because i never felt like we were in a fully committed relationship because i'm competing against a guy who's not here yeah you know and i shouldn't be competing against this other guy oh. and um and eventually you know that that ended but it was my fault and i and i do yeah. regret that because I, I really did hurt someone who who was a wonderful woman. Didn't deserve it. She didn't deserve it. She really didn't. It was entirely my fault, and I did that. And rightfully so. It was all me. And uh, she did not deserve that, and she deserved better than that. And it was just a circumstance that did happen, and a circumstance I got way the fuck out of control uh, because going back on that, you know, the the girl, Miss Los Angeles there, 
was all like, you know, in the one thing I left out of that conversation, part of the reason she was so mad is in her mind, she was like, I thought that, you know, when she's calling me and discovering this thing about, about having a girlfriend exactly. in her mind, she's discovering it. She's like, I thought me and you could be together and we could be married. I was like, wait a minute. Kind of a leap. We kind of had one night together. We didn't talk about that. And and I pointed out, how are we going to be together in a relationship if you're between Los Angeles and New York all the time? Like, well, maybe you could have moved to New York. And I was like, I have no desire to move to New York. <laughs> Not that New York's a bad place. I have fun when I go there, but I have no desire to move there. But apparently she was here creating something in her in her head and then that that led to her doing this now i don't know if her motive was like get rid of her and and i'll be like oh yes i want to move to new york i was like that because that was totally not the way that works in reality but uh yeah that that was entirely my fault and um and there's some regret there i i did some I obviously did a wrong thing and I'm sorry for the wrong thing that I did. And I regretted it. Cause like I said, she was a very sweet woman. Right. Um, she didn't deserve that. And, no, she, she needed, she needed to work on some stuff on, on her own, but. It... But yeah, but I, I didn't need to, to do that. And that, that was my fault. And for that, should she ever be listening to this? I do apologize from the bottom of my heart because you did not deserve that. Yeah. And I'm not trying to justify what I did, but we all you know you, you hear the reasons as to why i yeah. do it but but you know, i'm not justifying that that is still i did wrong yeah mm-hmm. so that's my story carlo uh mine is not isn't all as uh fun and salacious um the what because what, what comes to mind is there was a, a woman i met actually through one of the few times i've actually tried dating apps mm-hmm. not a hookup apps it was a dating app we hookup chatted apps she was are so much better she was funny <laughs> She, she had a good head on her shoulders. She was a great conversationalist. So we, we got along really well. Uh, opted to meet. We went downtown. Uh, went to a couple. Or went to a, a couple of nice, cute little bars downtown on that like main strip in, in Houston. And there was this odd like. There was this odd moment because it was it was around now actually in the year a couple of years ago, and while we stepped out of a bar and we saw the cold front moving in, it was it was like that. Like a like a weird horror movie, you could just see people just suddenly like shivering. You and feel it just the cold, the evil. Could, yeah, it was like a fog just slowly coming down Main Street, heading towards us. So as we were talking, I just took off my coat, put it around her, and as soon as I did that, it immediately dropped like a like maybe five ten degrees. It was a noticeable immediate drop in temperature, and all these women wearing skimpy uh, club outfits were just immediately like on the floor and shaking. And she was, <laughs> How did you know that was going to happen? Like I saw it coming. <laughs> If I remember correctly, she accidentally like left a, her purse in a, in a cab we had taken too. So I had to like chase it down the block. And I'm not a runner. <laughs> yeah. I think it's fair to say neither one of us are runners. No. <laughs> I like dodging through people like like late like late for class in high school, like dipping through the crowd. Happens to get a red light, so I'm able to catch it and get her purse. Like it was just very cute little first date. I had a I had I, I posited an idea. One of the weird things about those dating apps is there you, there's a conversation, a very important conversation that you have before you meet someone. Ordinarily, outside of dating apps, things when you meet someone, maybe you meet a few times or you work on a project or, or you see them at work or 
some regular thing happens first. And then you have the conversation with yourself like, oh, this person's fun. We get along, we talk. But do I want to see them naked? Hmm. Like mm. that comes later. But with a dating app, that comes second. First, you learn that what you like read the article, like you see like whatever they wrote about themselves in the, in the app. And then you ask yourself, would I fuck them? Like it's immediate. <laughs> and I was like, I find it oddly empowering. Well, you know, uh, apps have kind of sped up that process. I'm, I'm going to say yeah. that. I really think I'm, apps have kind of sped that up. And I'm not arguing for, for better or for ill. I'm just saying that's a conversation I wouldn't necessarily have had on the first date because I'm a pretty good conversationalist. People, I'm a rocketeer. People like chat, like chatting with me. People find me, I find that I put them at ease and they're very willing to tell me like their deep, dark secrets or the, the thing they've always wanted to say, but they can never really get the words. They're always happy to talk to me about that stuff. Um, that effect played in means it's usually like a couple of days or weeks or even a couple of dates before they're even considering like, but am I actually like invested and are we going to fool around? Like I have to get the brain going first. And I pointed out that's not the case here. You've already declared you would totally have sex with me. And I've already said that I'm attracted to you and I definitely have sex with you. So what do you mean? We both swipe yes. That part of that conversation <laughs> has already been had. So this whole uh, time, whether, and she, she didn't know it, like this whole time you've been like, you, like you, you, you said, you feel very confident kind of on tonight. Like you just feel like you're on your A game. Everything just seems to be going right. That's part of like confidence makes that thing happen. Mm -hmm. People are luckier if they're confident. You're more confident because you're with a guy that you know, this isn't like because of my personality, because of who I am. Most guys are just swiping yes on everybody and then they'll, and then they'll decide whether or not they like them. I've gone into this. That's not how I am. I've, I've had that, that thought. I read the information. Do they sound witty? Do they sound interesting? Do they sound like someone who can teach me something? Then I take a look at them. Is that someone I want to see naked? Would they be, would they be fun in bed? That conversation is already had. So she knew that. I was like, whether or not she was conscious of it, she was aware of that. So she's sort of already feeling herself. It's like, I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, that's what, uh, uh, do I come across as confident and capable? Like, yeah, like you chased down that thing, you did this, like everything's going right. Exactly. You know why? Why? Because we're both kind of looking forward to having sex. So we went back to her place and fooled around. It was a great night. <laughs> it was a good, and it, it is actively the first time, the only time I've ever like on a first date, like slept at somebody's, slept over at somebody's place on a first date. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a, as, I'm not a prude, but I'm a bit of a prude. Emotionally, <laughs> I'm a prude. Let's put it that way. Um, as opposed to like when I go to like a fetish party and I go out in the car and, and like we, we get on the dance floor and have a crowd watching us or then we go out and make out in the car. Like that's different, but this was- Yeah, I mean, that, that's totally different dynamics in the game right there, you know? Yeah, you know, we're, we're here to play. It's a scene we're playing. Um, but for this, we uh, went back to her place, the cute little apartment. Uh, she worked in finance or something. Uh, some, I'm not a business guy. I'm not a cubicle guy. She is. She was cubicle person, and she had some decently paying job, an adult job, not a bar, not a, working in a bar like me. And um, we went out a couple a couple of weeks go by. We've been going out. We we go to dinner. We go to a movie. We go to, we watch a movie at her place. Uh, she made dinner once, which is very nice. I fall into bed. I go home the next morning. Uh, it's going really well, um, really pretty well. 
Uh, so I invite her out with some of my friends, some of my very, some very dear friends of mine that are like, these are people that I need, you need to get along with these people because they are going to be, we're going to the same home before we die. That's, mm. these are the, the, like some of those people, you need to come meet this couple. Because yeah. if one of them doesn't like you, we're going to have a fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I brought them, then they're like, she seems, she's like, she seems funny. She's like a little shy, but she's great. Uh, she, she's smart. Um, and and she made having her around. I was kinder and cuddlier. They really liked that effect she had on her. She was very calming. Um, I don't know where it came from, but other than just uh, this might be my own brain just doesn't like me being happy, mm-hmm. or that could be time uh time passing, and I'm having a harder time remembering. Well, we're probably gl- more glaring issues because you know it's easy. A memory is like a, a stone you just polish. You go over the nice parts over again, and it, it becomes easy to forget the bad. But I don't think we found each other that exciting after after a little while. Uh, like I said, I'm a pervert. I'm into weird shit. Um, <laughs> I'm very into consent and discussion and talking about it. I'm the kind of person that uh, in some of my happiest relationships, we are having a perfectly normal day and I want to jump into a broom closet and make out or whisper sweet, nasty and dirty things into their ear. Uh, just for a moment, just constant little, like little touches of, of eroticism and romance, flowers and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was not that. She was a good head on her shoulders um there is a time for sexiness and there's a time for romance and right now we are doing this and it's very orderly um and i think it got to a point where there were certain things that certain conversations weren't coming we weren't going to have these conversations that i was into like well let me i'm into this weird sex thing are you in like are you interested like i don't want to talk about that sort of thing Mm -hmm. but we have sex it's going to get weird (laughs) (laughs) Uh, like I and I it is and it's there's no good way of saying that like and it's not she was boring or she was bad bit nothing like that it she was just, just didn't have the same taste as what you did and and there was no discussion right we couldn't discuss like even just normal vanilla stuff uh nothing wrong with normal vanilla it's the reason that it's a classic flavor but like we couldn't discuss it like it was just not a thing like no now okay sex will begin turn off the lights no talking no okay Okay, so she was more Mm -hmm. formal about the situation and not really open to discussing things yeah it's communication is a bigger issue like everyone can get dirty they can get a little everyone can get dirty you can either get a little dirty or can you get dirtier than you think you can or you're constantly looking to get a little dirtier than you can that's just how people are yeah um you you don't have to It's it's not bad or wrong but having discussions, even if you're never going to do a dirty thing, the idea of not being able to even discuss it as a thing that exists is worrying to me, especially that early on, because it was like a couple of a couple of months, yeah. maybe like a couple of months. So it, it kind of becomes this, in all honesty, kind of a, a serious communication issue then. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I didn't realize it, because uh, but it was bleeding into everything else. Because that, that's where it started, because that's just how I'm a little happy little pervert. That's where I was. But it was bleeding into like, she, I didn't get to hear about 
uh, her feelings. She didn't really care to hear about how I was feeling. We would discuss like what happened in the day and it would be a pointed fact. This happened, this happened, this happened. Okay, that's great. She would tell me like, I had this conversation with my, with my uh, brother and my sister. We did this, this, and this. Okay, cool. Um, how'd that feel? Oh, you know, we played a board game. Okay, are you, oh, you play board games. That's, I love board games. Are you close to your brother and sister? Yeah, we grew up together. <laughs> that way there's no like delving. It always felt like, and I knew she got there. I knew she, because like, she, was, she was very vocal about her relationship with her, that she had a relationship with her parents and with her brother and sister. I never met them. But everything was like, here's these things we do together. Okay, cool. I don't do a lot of stuff with my family. We don't, for the most part, get along we have to we need a long we, my family and i need a, i need a long stretches of time without my immediate family we're just i was not raised to be close to them mm-hmm. uh i was i grew i was not cuddly a person growing up i was very cold and standoffish and i've always felt and i always thought that's just who i was as i've gotten older turns out not at all i'm actually a big teddy bear and i love to cuddle people Oh, just not them. <laughs> right. We don't get along that way. Um, so I would go like, here's this stuff happened in my past with my family. And this is how it made me feel. And all her stuff was, this is what we just did recently. And this is, and I'm not going to discuss how I feel about it. How are we, how are we, how's our relationship? How are you feeling? Here's how I'm feeling. This is what I feel like I'm missing. This is something I like. This is something I don't like. And she would go like, okay, I'll try and work on that. Okay, me, what do, what do, do I need to bring something? Do I need to do more? What do, am I doing anything right? Anything? Do you want to talk about it? Um, and for, and it always, it's this weird like Ouroboros, it always kind of circles back around. The thing I noticed, I noticed the problem when it comes to, in a weird sexual context, and then it manifests as things are going to end soon back there. This happened to me with a couple of relationships where it's just like, I don't want to have sex with you anymore. Because hmm. I don't have emotional intimacy. So it always ends up being like, all right, here, you get yours, and she would get hers. And then I would just then I would just kind of like roll away and go to sleep frustrated, and I wouldn't get mine. <laughs> hmm. And every time a relationship was coming to an end, almost every time, many several times in relationships of mine, that's where it reaches. Where it's just they get theirs and they're like, oh man, that was great. Well, good night. And I would like, and, and then and then they go home, or I go home, or we go, we sleep, and just like kind of roll away from each other, and we're done, because I'm no longer invested. So I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do my job, and I'm gonna do it right, and then I'm just gonna go to bed. <laughs> like I'm gonna go over there and deal with it myself, because obviously you don't want to. right. Um, and how to and and it was after a night like that, um. It was just it was just a night like she got hers, we went to bed, she fell asleep, and I'm just lying there. She wakes up, she starts rubbing my back, we go at it again. She goes to sleep again. I'm still just lying there, and I didn't sleep that night. I just didn't sleep. Uh which and she was like, that was a the next morning she was so thrilled because she had a great night because I didn't fall asleep. I never snored, so she slept like a baby. Hmm. So she just got up, had an orgasm, went to bed couple of times and that was it so you had a great night like good for you that's awesome cool i will i'll see you soon um and i kind of unconsciously went into my morning in a relationship place mm. um i was still very actively working on my uh the strange unusual podcast which i was doing at the time uh 
And I think that week or that, that over that next month following that night, uh, I started a whole new show. We got a bunch of episodes out ahead of time. We like, we got, we had a flood of, I was super productive on that podcast. Um, I, I did, I was like picking up hours at work. I was like really, really busy, constantly working. And a month goes by and I had not said more. I had not had any contact with her other than like a, a text message. Hmm. It was just gone. Like it was no, it, was, it just ended like vanished. Yeah. I just, I didn't, I wasn't like excited to see her. I didn't want to, I didn't care to like check in. So after a month, um, and we weren't like, we weren't like super committed or anything. It only a couple of months. But after about a month, I sent text messages like, I owe you an explanation. I haven't uh, contacted you. It's been, it's been weeks. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, not as an excuse. I've started, I've been working on all these projects. Um, but I owe you that explanation. I, I, she texted me back very kindly. She's like, no, you don't. It's cool. I think it just, things just fizzled. Hmm. But I didn't say more. I didn't go like, stop, talk to me, explain to me how you feel. Please listen to what, how I feel about things. Let's have the conversation about we need to talk so we can start talking and we can actually fix things because there was something here. Well, and I, that might not have been, they might not have been, that might've been, that might've been for, for the best. And it's not an ugly breakup. It wasn't, uh, people, no one seemed angry or hurt by it. It may, it is simply a fizzle. You mean you didn't have a woman from New York call her and tell her that you slept together? No. <laughs> that must feel nice. <laughs> no, the, one, the thing I get more often is because I'm cuddly and friendly with, uh, with friends of mine is I just get accused of, of, of like cheating or trying to cheat with somebody else. The last two women I've uh, had were one of, the, one of my friends that, a uh, couple of my friends that are actresses that used to do the podcast with me. They would go like, oh, you're like, you're sleeping with her. I'm like, I'm super not sleeping with her. <laughs> you're sleeping with this one. I'm not sleeping with her. <laughs> like it's, oh, it's God. not true. You can try to make me an, try to make me a villain, but I'm not. Relationships are so much fun, especially when you get falsely accused of being married. And it's like, uh, yeah. uh, what the yep. fuck? <laughs> uh, well, Carlo, I think much like those relationships, this show has now come to an end. We're going to break up with this show. <laughs> I'm going to light up a cigar and <laughs> this episode with some it's the entire story. run of the series. Right. <laughs> Every, I'm going to see if I can't obtain the rights from George Strait to do that. <laughs> Put it on play it over the end of the episode. Like, when did you stop loving me? Type thing. Uh, but no, it's a good show. And the thing is, it, I, I know it's not exactly the ha-ha that everyone expects from us, but it is is—it is a serious topic and, you know, not everything yeah. can be ha-ha. So hopefully some of our remedies might help you. And maybe some of our stories did bring a smile to your face. And maybe, maybe you're going through something similar and it helped you. So you never know. But you'll be fine. You hope. If it is, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, everything's gonna be fine, and that's the thing men, women, whatever you a breakup happens, you will survive it and you will be okay. It's yeah. not the end of the world. And here's another thing you don't have to go get wasted, <laughs> you really don't. Yeah, but before we let you go, Carlo, what exciting news do we have to share with our, our exciting audience? What, how, 
how are some other ways they can find us? If you have any complaints, comments, concerns, everything <laughs> you want to share your story or your remedy on this or any of the topics we introduced on the VCR show podcast, you can contact us via the email, the VCR show at gmail.com. Or as we also have now, uh, Twitter and Instagram, which you may have noticed given we do record these in advance. We just set them up. There's not much on there. <laughs> I don't know how much there will be. Eventually, but... there'll be fun pictures and everything. And, and, yes. Uh, and so get into that. Enjoy that. I know we got some costume uh, pictures coming up soon because Halloween, and we said that we would because of our Halloween episode. And we yep. are going to have some Funko. Uh, we have a, a very good friend of ours who reached out to us, one of our listeners, and shared her Funko Pop collection with us, which was pretty cool, and her thoughts. And so we truly appreciate that. She did not like my opinion. She did not. She was not a fan of it. So uh, We've lost our one listener. (laughs) Right, our one listener we had. So uh, to Roxy, uh, thank you so much for sharing your pictures and your opinions and just being a delight and we truly truly appreciate you and we want to thank our one listener in singapore thank you so much for tuning in in please singapore. share so we can get three or four listeners in singapore. yes in three or four and same thing in ireland our one listener in ireland uh erringo bra and i <laughs> i we both know that one person in ireland we, we we had to look it up who's the one listener in ireland like what the Not hell one. ireland what <laughs> Singapore, what's going on here? Uh, So thank you all so much. And as always, I am Vada. I'm Carlo. And you have been listening to VCR. And until next time, enjoy. Bye-bye. Program support given to VCR by A Clean Space for You and Multi-Services. You can contact them at clean space for you at gmail.com or give them a call at 832-297-1704 they can also be found on facebook at clean space for you all one word say hi to rachel for us you've been listening to vcr creative content by richard christopher vada and carlo manuel magana the logo created by Richard Christopher Vara with assistance from Annie Ramirez. The theme song is The Messenger by Silent Partner and can be found on YouTube Music Library. You can follow us on our social media platforms such as Twitter and Instagram at The VCR Show. You can also email us your thoughts, comments, and concerns to The VCR Show at gmail.com dot com.